Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where we give one last karate in the memory of the question mark. It is lost in the mid-card. Welcome to your Revolution preview. Yes, Revolution is just around the corner. This Sunday via pay-per-view, we're going to give you our predictions. We're going to talk about uh, television. Got the full slate of television this week to talk about. And uh, we got some headlines as well. Lots of uh, juicy headlines, including some breaking news. Um, right off the bat, we got some uh, breaking news to start off the uh, uh, the show, um, as it's going to be published shortly on Sportskeeda. But uh, soon, uh, but I mean, obviously, it'll be obviously it'll be published by the time. Uh, this goes on the air, but Matt, you want to give that breaking news that you just wrote? Breaking news. NXT TakeOver is happening WrestleMania week. It's happening on a Thursday, April 8th. NXT TakeOver on the WWE Network or Peacock or whatever the fuck you want to call it by that point. Um, I'm shocked. Like, seriously, I can't, I can't believe they're doing a TakeOver event on a Thursday. Um, it's unexpected. I'm surprised. Uh, I hope they give us a great card to like kind of kick off WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Yeah. WWE is going to load, load us up that week. We're going to have, we're going to have NXT Wednesday, NXT takeover Thursday, SmackDown Friday, WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday, and then raw on Monday. And if reports are accurate, Hmm. NXT that following Tuesday as NXT moves nights, to Tuesdays started April 13th. So, damn. <laughs> That's a lot of WWE content to shove down your gullet for a week. Damn. Damn. Yeah, we're going to start off the show breaking news. We don't normally start it off with brand new breaking news, but that was bit literally brand literally new breaking, breaking news. Literally breaking news. We had, to, we, had, we had to record late. We had to start recording late because the news fell into my lap. And I had to get it written up and ready for the website. So, yeah, by the time this by the time this audio goes live, you're all gonna, you know, you're already gonna see it on there, and probably all the other websites online are gonna steal it and aggregate it for themselves. Which, hey, that's cool. I'd appreciate if you gave us credit. Um, you don't have to, but nice. A little linksy back to to my article. I'd appreciate it. Mm. I don't ask oh. for much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, people are people are people. You ain't wrong. And uh, thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, any of your favorite podcasting apps. Just search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way, typically on Wednesdays. And we also have the video version of the podcast on the YouTube. You can go to 
facebook.com slash loss on the mid card or twitter at litmc podcast and find the video version of lost the mid card there make sure you uh give us a subscribe on the youtube give us a little thumbs up hit that bell icon so you know when a new episode uh, drops on the youtube give some comments talk to us on the uh uh, talk to us on the YouTube there. Let me talk to you, dummy. And uh, you can follow us on the Twitter as well. I am your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can follow me at JB Huskers. As always, my co-host, he is on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime, Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing? I'm, I'm doing well, my friend. It was a productive day. Lots of lots of wrestling news out there to to write about and report on. You know, it, it hasn't been it hasn't been bad. I can't complain. Can't complain. Yeah, it's wrestling. But I won't. <laughs> God, I've been freaking tired all day. I've been, I've been. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't sleep great last night. But I, I like all things considered. <sighs> at at this point, at at eleven o'clock Eastern, as we record this son of a bitch, I feel pretty good. I slept. I, I slept right after work from like six thirty to to eleven. So quite a while. And then I, you know, I did fall back asleep at like one thirty until I got up for work at eight thirty. So I got a little bit of sleep. So now I'm just, I don't know, maybe I'm just trying to readjust or something, but damn. Yeah, dude, when do when you, when you mess with the sleeping schedules, everything goes out of whack. Yeah. Was... Like, like you're trying to catch up on your sleep, but at the same time you're fucking up your patterns. Yeah. And yeah, you just, you just, it just becomes like, you're just, you just you get you get a little bit fucked up if you will, baby. Yeah, I was I was beat after work late on Monday, and and uh, yeah, the article's live. We're live, pal. Cool. Well, we won't be live until Wednesday afternoon. So, <laughs> uh, impact uh, that happened here Tuesday night, right before we record. Kick things off with the triple threat to crown a number one contender for the X Division title, Ace Austin, Black Tarus, and Chris Bay. As always, does not disappoint when it comes to the X Division. And thanks to the chicanery of Madman Fulton, Ace Austin gets the win. And uh, so Ace Austin will face TJP at uh, uh, what the hell is coming up next? <laughs> Impact. Uh, I'm not used to the impact names. What is coming up? Um, is it sacrifice? Yes, it I is. I think it's sacrifice. Sacrifice on March 13th, so a week from Saturday. Chris or uh, uh, Ace Austin against TJP. Shit. Jordan Grayson Jazz backstage. And uh, getting interviewed by Gia and uh, Fire and Flavor show up, talk some shit. And uh, Grace uh, decides that uh, she's going to go talk to uh, Scott Tamari and make it a three-way tonight. And uh, there you go. <laughs> Backstage, Brian Myers uh, runs into Matt Cardona. All of a sudden, they're best friends now, right, Matt? Well, he was trying. I give I give him an A for effort. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Meyer, uh, uh, Cardona is the uh, special guest referee between 
Myers and Eddie Edwards in this match here tonight. And, uh, and uh, Myers wanted Cardona to kind of lean towards his side. And I love the line. Cardona goes, well, that just wouldn't be professional. Now would it? <laughs> Good stuff, pal. Good stuff. Tenille Dashwood took on Havoc and um, got the win. After the match, Caleb with a K uh, was uh, was uh, talking some shit and filming Havoc while she was down. So Nevaeh came out and beat the shit out of Caleb with a K. Kind of show that uh, Nevaeh is still uh, still siding with Havoc for the time being. I wonder if they split them up though, Matt. I wonder. I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think so. I don't want them to, but I just wonder. <laughs> I don't want them to because they need tag teams to kind of be solid. Not don't do the WWE thing and just throw teams together, you know. Just have some solid teams. Sammy Callahan shows up to Trey McGill's wrestling school in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, he beat up some students and then confronted his trainer. And uh, dude, with, poor guy's got a cane, and and uh, Sammy was about to smash his head in when. Uh, uh, another student by the name of Sam Beal comes in and uh, Sammy backs off and actually wants to uh, 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 get Sam to join Sammy. And uh, uh, Sam says he's going to listen. So um, maybe uh, maybe a, a, an ace in the hole for Sammy Callahan in his feud with Trey Miguel. Who knows? Swingers Palace daddy, TJP, uh, was uh, betting on uh, what Ace Austin would say and was making a lot of money off of Johnny Swinger. Um, Impact plus flashback sting against Rob Van Dam. Diener gets the shit beat out of him by uh, Joe During because uh, he, well, he lost his match to, uh, to Jake something last week. We got our paid AEW ad. For the I week. thought thought this was a very good step in the right direction. I feel like they took all the critiques of last week to heart. Yeah. yeah. And, and I feel like, I feel like this was, this was a very good step in the right direction to unite the fan bases instead of tearing them apart. Yeah. I thought that, I thought this was very, very well done and tip of the hat to Tony Khan and Tony Schiavone and, and impact and everybody else who, who took a step back and realized we need, we need to change how these are coming across. And I, I thought, I thought they did a really good job with that tonight. So definitely, I definitely wanted to give them their props on that. Now it's us against them, them being WWE. Without saying WWE. Without saying. <laughs> and uh, without so using, du- and without using WWE footage in your BTE. Oh boy. I still had never finished it because I forgot to finish it. Yeah, they 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 re-uploaded it, and I was right. The WWE footage is gone. Literally, was in the middle of watching BTE last night, and it disappeared. I tried to, or it just stopped playing. As I watch it on Roku on on my big TVs, what I usually watch YouTube on, and I go back into it. Video is private. Oh, okay. Eight man ten. Eight-man tag, Good Brothers and Finn Juice take on Triple XL and Reno Scum. And uh, the Good Brothers and Finn Juice get the win there. But uh, after the match, um, Finn Juice a little upset that uh, 
they almost lost the match because of the good brothers and uh, end in, in the inch, uh, basically are challenging the good brothers to uh, tag team match sacrifice for those titles. That should be a damn good match, Matt. Yeah, I think that, I think that will be very good. Uh, I was kind of floating in and out of consciousness at this point, but uh, next up, <laughs> next up, Brian Myers, and Eddie Edwards with uh, Cardona as the referee, uh, and uh, basically, uh, Myers trying to cheat a lot, almost all the way, and um, called for the uh, called for the uh, the DQ once he realized that Myers had a loaded elbow. And uh, it's not professional, is it, Matt? Not very. Uh, Deanna Prazo admits to attacking ODB. That led to our main event, triple threat match. Deanna Prazo, Jordan Grace, and Kira Hogan. And uh, what would you think of the main event, Matt? Oh, I thought it was was solid. I thought it was a good main event. I didn't, you know. I think we're pretty obvious. We're heading to ODB versus Deanna at, at Saturday. Yeah, yeah, Impact officially announced that on on the Twitter. Did they after the uh, after the event after Impact went off the air? So yes, that's definitely the direction that they're going. Yep, seemed pretty obvious. AEW Dynamite this week. Uh, <laughs> kick things off with John Moxley against Ryan Nemeth. That didn't last too long. After the match, Mox doing a promo. Talking about the exploded barbed wire death match. And all that fun stuff. He goes, well, he doesn't know if it'll all come to an end after this match at, at Revolution. But if so, it's a hell of a way to go out. Which is basically telling you he's going to take some time off after uh, after this match because baby... I would think so. I I don't really know the the timeline of Renee's pregnancy, but I mean this would this would be the match. Yeah, you know to take some time off in. The only problem is, can you really afford to take a whole ton of time off when you are still the reigning, defending IWGP United States Champion? Yeah, I was surprised he beat Kenta there. I think it's great because all that says is the AEW New Japan Alliance is not going anywhere. Yeah. So like I was actually kind of like, I was kind of thrilled that Moxley retained because that said to me, like, you know, we're, we're in this, we're in this for the long haul. We're not doing this, you know, for just a couple of weeks to try to, you know, to pop a rating or something. So it's good shit. Yeah, it is good shit. It is good shit, John. Thanks, thanks for letting us. Thanks for letting us know. You're a good man. You're a good man, Mox. Uh, they kind of showed what led to Phoenix and Archer kind of not getting along anymore in the short term. Um, they replayed uh, Cage giving Sting a power bomb last week. Team, Team Taz taking on the uh, oh uh, Young Bucks arriving with uh, Mama and Papa Buck. More on that later. Uh, Team Taz took on the Varsity Blondes. Uh, good little match there. Uh, Ten-minute match. Uh, gave them a little time. I like that. Uh, 
definitely like the varsity blondes. I think eventually they'll be able to put things together down the line. Video uh, package aired after Team Taz got the win. Sting and Darby Allen were uh, going for a ride, and uh, they brought a body bag with them, and uh, in that body bag was Hook. That pissed off Taz. <laughs> that that pissed off Taz. Taz had a hissy fit. Yeah, yeah. Having a hissy fit, brother. And uh, Sting uh, dropping Cage with the uh, Scorpion Death Drop. And... Uh, Allen coming in off the old uh, zip line with a skateboard. I thought I thought that whole I thought that whole that whole attack was pretty cool. I concur. I loved it. Stinging and stinging uh, Darby definitely uh, definitely uh, work well together. Uh, interview with Miro and Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. Uh, not much to this. I don't know. I'm just not feeling this whole this whole thing much. I need to do more with Miro. I think. Well, uh, I think this. I think this will be. I think this is going to end it. Yeah. I think this ends ends this story and is going to allow him to move on. So, like, I don't. I don't have a problem with that. Like, I hear that they wanted to do more to like wrap it up at these last two set of tapings, but Miro got stuck. You know, down south. Yeah. Due to due to the crazy weather you guys were getting down there and kinda couldn't make it couldn't make it to Jacksonville. I mean that happens. So But yeah, I'm I'm hoping you know, I'm hoping they can wrap things up and it won't it won't, it won't be that bad. Uh Hager took out Brandon Cutler in about three minutes. Uh Santana and Wardlow came out to attack Cutler. Young Bucks come out and make the save. And uh, Young Bucks got in a promo saying they don't have to wait till Revolution. And for uh, Jericho and MJF to get out now. But instead, uh, MJF and Jericho appear in front of the same truck with the Young Bucks faces on the back of the semi that uh, the Bucks and the Bucks' parents had walked by earlier in the evening. And they had a busted open Papa Buck with them and threw him into the uh, semi-trailer. Uh, the end of the back of that was uh, uh, with Papa Buck's blood going uh, all over the back of the trailer. So uh, very effective way to, to, to ramp up the feud, I'd say, Matt. Papa Buck, a hell of an overactor. Papa Buck wanted uh, to, to, to be busted open the hard way, but... Uh, uh, they said no. <laughs> You're using fake blood, pal. That does not surprise me. Yeah, I read that he wanted to use. He wanted to use. He wanted to be busted open the hard way. What a mark! <laughs> uh, uh, so they get uh, ambulance uh, with uh, Papa Buck uh, in the ambulance. Nick Jackson and and uh, Doc and Carl get in. And uh, Matt stays at the arena, which is I thought was weird. I guess he's got to run a business, I guess, or something. I don't know. You'd think he'd get in there with him, but I don't know. Isaiah, I know nothing. Uh, Isaiah Casty and Hangman uh, had a hell of a 15-minute match. 
Hangman. Hangman fucks. Hangman fucks. Hangman in a very weird AEW changing the card up for tomorrow. I found to be very, very weird. What now? They changed the uh, they changed the ten man tag that was supposed to be uh, was supposed to be uh, Matt Hardy, Private Party, and th two um, th two against the Dark Order. Now it's Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn against um, Adam Page and John Silver. Hmm. Was that what Tony Khan was talking about? Yep. Okay. That's exactly what Tony Khan was talking about. Yeah, I, I found that to be very, very weird. And why like, was I Tony? Know, I don't know. Why was Tony talking about? Is it like you sound like he was responding to the fans or something? He responded to a fan about the match change. Yeah. Well, I don't know. His tweet was about changing a match was weird. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it was weird to change the match to begin with, but I mean, in this day and age, I mean, y- your mind immediately goes to some of these guys get COVID. Um, and tr- are there more travel issues? I mean, who knows what the hell's going on nowadays? You know, so yeah, it's a weird change, but you know, we'll see. We'll see how it, we'll see how it turns out on uh on on, on uh, Dynamite. Uh, hey, Wednesday night. Uh, he goes, I had a long talk with a good friend and I'm going to make a significant change to one of the matches. Yeah, and the friend was Matt Hardy because Matt Hardy talked about it on his... Matt Hardy cut mm-hmm. like a video promo on on his uh, on his Twitter about it. So... Keep it with the gimmick, brother. Nyla Rose took on Britt Baker in the uh, semifinals of the U.S. bracket there. Nyla Rose gets the win after a pretty good match there. 12 minutes they got. Uh, almost all the women's matches on that have been on Dynamite have been really good in this tournament. We've already mentioned about... Um, very sour about this. Yeah, we already mentioned that... Um, I guess you did. you knew about it. You just We just didn't talk about it on the show last week. I did. I knew the finals. I knew I knew who won the American side of the tournament last week. And I was pretty fucking pissed off about it. Yeah, I'm surprised um, she went over on Thunder. Well, I'm guessing this means uh how do you how do you pronounce her name? Ray, Ryo? Rio? Mm-hmm. Rio? Or well, Ryo. Ryo. Like I, I think Ryo's winning. It's like Sakazawi, Sakazawi, or something. I think I think she's beating Nyla, and she's facing. Oh no, Ryo um, uh, Mizunami. Sorry. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. And I, I think she's beating Nyla, and I think she's going on to face Sheeta at at Revolution. Because to me, there's no reason to fly someone over here from Japan to do oh. one match and send them back home. Yeah. So I think I think she's beating Nyla, and I think she's. I don't think she's beating Sheeta. No, but who the hell's Um, taking that title off of Sheeta now? It's got to be Britt. It has to be Britt. And they they just decided that they didn't want to do it yet, which I think is... I mean, I guess they didn't want to do a Japanese thing without... If they were going to bring over someone from Japan, they didn't want to do a pay-per-view. Have them wrestle two matches. Yeah. 
make, so, have, make it worth the while. Yeah, I mean, it, look, it makes sense, but man, like the story to have been told where Britt throughout this tournament could have defeated every single former and current, you know, like former AEW women's champion. Like it just wrote itself. It was a, it would have been beautiful storytelling and they'll probably never get a chance to really run a tournament like that again, where that, where those would have fallen into place. Like it could have, Yeah, you know, it just, like we we know she has to win the title. She's the centerpiece of that division right now. Like the AEW women's division works because she's in it. So I just I don't know. I am when when I heard Nyla Rose won, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And then and then I looked at I looked at who was left in, on the Japanese side, and I'm like, it's it's got to be it's got to be you know I don't want to say the big girl. But the the biggest woman on the Japanese side to face Nyla Rose, like it makes well, sense that there it, it's kind of a hoss match. Aja but, Kong but, was but, the big, but for ladies. Aja, was no, was Aja Kong bigger though? Yeah, but she'd already been eliminated. She lost. Yeah, she yeah, she she'd already been eliminated by the person who won the Japan side. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it just it it made sense, but I'm still just I'm kind of. I'm kind of bitter about it, you know, but whatever. I'll get over um, it. They talk about how this will be Tully's first match since coming out of retirement and or since retiring in 1989 next week, and then they run down the card for next week. And, uh, hey, how about uh, how about that signing? Uh, big news that popped right uh, after we uh, literally got done the next day after we recorded. Paul White coming to AEW. What are your thoughts on that, Matt? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> None of us knew he was out at W. Nobody knew. No, no, not nobody a soul. Knew. I say they, none of us. He, none none he, of us is that quiet. Yeah, none of us as in the world. Us as in the we and the we are the world. We are the we are the children. Um, I bet he was sour about WWE canceling his show. Well, Netflix canceled his show. WWE didn't cancel. It's it. a WWE. It was a WWE led project. Yeah, but Netflix still was the one who canceled the show. Yeah. And I heard he wasn't happy with how he was treated at Legends Night. Mm. And that segment with Randy Orton. Where he just sat in the back. And, like, Orton, like, put his hand on his stirrup, like, shoved him down in the chair or whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I heard uh, I heard he did. I heard he was not happy about that. Mm. So, well, he'll be on, he'll be on Dynamite Wednesday yep. night. Makes his dynamite debut. Uh, he'll be. Uh, oh, again, hey, he'll, g- he'll, give me the over. Give me the over under. JB percent chance <laughs> that Paul White and Shaquille O'Neal go face to face on AEW Dynamite tomorrow. Oh, give me a percent odds. That one hundred ten. Hundred ten. Oh God, I wasn't going that high. <laughs> I, I I would say I would say like eighty five <laughs> to ninety percent likely. I would, they're going to run would, into each other. All right. They're gonna I, run I, it. I'm saying yeah. 85 to 90 percent, so I'm thinking they're gonna do it too. They're gonna sow but the seeds. They're gonna they're running into each other. We're finally gonna get the match that that because wanted for because all these Sha- years because Shaq can't other fucking company because <laughs> Shaq can't Shaq can't always be there, especially with the playoffs getting ready to start in a month. So they're gonna sow the seeds now while he's there, and then once uh, summer hits. Or you know, once the playoffs are over, uh, you know, 
you whatever the out. you do it all out you think yeah 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 uh so paul because white makes double, his... double or nothing will still be that, that that'll be knee deep in the playoffs wouldn't it like late yeah. may it's like yeah. memorial so day need, yeah, well if, yeah if AEW decides to turn around that quick usually they do go memorial day then labor day so uh if they continue that trend then yeah yeah, so it's got to be all out, whatever it would make the most sense. So we'll have a short turnaround time between pay-per-views this go-around. but Or hell, maybe do it on Dynamite again. Could. I, I think it'll heavily depend on what kind of numbers they bring in this week with, with Shaq wrestling on their show. If they go over a million this week mm. with, with, Shaq, with Shaq wrestling, I think when Shaq wrestles again, it will also be on Dynamite. Because that's just that's just a proven big thing, and Shaq is employed by TNT and yeah. Warner Media, and that's just the type of synergy that I think TNT would like to bank off of Shaq's appearance, which they don't really do when the shows are on pay per view. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be very very interesting. Um. So yeah, Paul White has signed to a wrestling deal, but that'll be probably pretty part time. Also, I'm, assu- comment- I'm assuming I'm assuming part time. And uh, commentary with Tony Schiavone on their uh, another new show that's on YouTube, uh, AEW Dark. Uh, what's that Elevation. called? Elevation. Yeah, what the Woo-hoo. hell is that? It's it's just going to be another version of AEW Dark, but it's going to air on Mondays, yeah. for like an hour. Like it's gonna it's gonna have the. Uh, Confirmed, the 7, not the uh, not the, the other PM time, the seven PM time slot that they that they've been using for the women's tournament. Yeah, confirmed. It's not the uh, a, a new TNT show that's always been rumored, but no, no, that's not it. Like nope. this is now. This is still just this is still YouTube content. But the one the one thing I'm hoping for this is I'm hoping that this will allow dark on Tuesdays to become a shorter show. Um, I, I do because I think AEW dark on Tuesdays right now is just too long for it me is. to fit in t- to the rest of my wrestling content it's for like, a week. It's like two and a half hours. It's not, yeah. Cause sometimes it can be two to three hours in length. So if they can split the dark times up on Monday and Tuesday, yeah. I feel like I'll be able to actually catch all the AEW content I want to watch because it's being given to me in more smaller digestible doses. Because due to my job, it's really hard to watch dark due to the, due to the time that it, due to the length of the program, I don't write anything about dark. We have somebody at the site that writes dark, the dark stuff. So (laughs) the dark stuff. Yeah. The dark, they write about the dark stuff. So it's just like I don't I I don't get to you know to watch it because I can't like it's not oh my god that, that type of dark stuff <laughs> no that's not what I meant uh, well it's dark content but, that's the that's yeah. some dark content though yeah good lord uh, uh so uh, yeah I'm I'm excited to see what it looks like and I'm uh, also excited to see when we're finally going to get. The, the, the new TNT AEW show. show on Warner, whether it yeah. ends up on TNT or TBS or yeah. you know or, or wherever it's going to go, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited kinda, to see what that's going to be. It'd be kind of cool if it goes TBS like the old the old Thunder days. 
would yeah. be neat. Like, and it'd be a little bit of nostalgia wrestling yeah. back on TBS. Yeah, and that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, anyway, any way you look at it. Speaking of nostalgia on TBS, uh, NWA coming back, we'll get uh, give you more details on that once uh, once we uh, once we get the headlines. Um, so Dynamite, uh, they are titling it the Crossroads. See you at the Crossroads, as Bone Thugs and Harmony has said. FTR and Tully Blanchard take on Jurassic Express. Uh, Six man tag. Jericho and MJF press conference. Uh, Paul White makes his dynamite debut, uh, just an appearance, no match. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal and Jake Cargill against Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet. Uh, speaking of that match, Matt, we have not seen hardly any Red Velvet in this feud. I don't know if she, maybe she, maybe she's part of that trouble. I'm assuming she's been working dark. I, I don't know because I haven't been watching. <laughs> or some of the she was part of the travel issues. That 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 could also be it. Because I that thought would, it's that been would, that weird. would explain things. It's been weird that we have seen hardly any of her in this whole thing. Uh, Matt says Matt said, uh, "Well, actually, no. This has changed. So it's, it's that's not any uh, that dark order thing is no longer a thing." Uh, and uh, so, but there will be a tag match though with uh, you said Mark Quinn who will return. He's been gone because of the weather. Yeah. Uh, Mark Quinn and Matt Hardy taking on Hangman and Johnny Hungy. Uh, Dark Orders ten. Mister Cocaine himself takes on Max Caster. Winner gets to go to the face of the Revolution match. I'm gonna lean Caster on this, but I'm leaning ten because I think the acclaim need to be in the Casino Battle Royal. Oh yeah, that's right. There's that. I think the I think the acclaim belong in that match. So right. if he's if he's in if he's in the, the ladder you're, match, then then his tag partner's fucked. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Plus, you have a it pays, it pays to be one of negative one's favorite wrestlers, doesn't it? Yeah, because we haven't hardly seen much of ten lately. I was just like, how the fuck's this guy getting this match? And I'm like, oh yeah, he's one of negative one's favorite wrestlers. Oh, he does cocaine. Stop it. <laughs> I love that. What's your number? Uh, uh, well, actually, that, that's not my number. It just spells out cocaine. <laughs> ah. Terrible. Uh, the other face of the another face of the revolution ladder match qualifier was a Lance Archer and Ray Phoenix. And that didn't disappoint. That was a, a fucking good match to end the night on. Uh, Lance Archer get, getting the wins. You can have a big boy in that match with Lance Archer. Uh, they went 18 minutes, and uh, it, was great. it was great. It was fucking good, man. I loved it. Um, who fills out the match, JB? Who's the mystery man? Who do you got? Who Who's that guy you were talking? We were talking about. You were talking about last week. You had a guy. Huh? You were we were talking because I was saying Spears maybe. You said you had a guy. You were thinking of a guy on the show last week. Who was that guy you were thinking of? The mystery man. Oh, I I don't know who I was thinking last week, but I mean, I know who I always think for these mystery slots, and it never is. <laughs> I want it to be the, CM Punk, the Pepsi Man. <laughs> I want it to be CM Punk. The face of the revolution, you know. I I just the face of the faceless. I I just look. I would be so I would be so happy if 
if CM Punk showed up on Sunday and won that match. Oh my god. Um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be at a buddy's you, house. Can you imagine this. CM Punk against Darby Allen? Oof. Darby's one of the people that Punk mentioned on Twitter by name that he would like to work with. God AEW. damn it. Stop so, it. Stop look, it. I, look, I know. I know. I'm hyping people up for no reason. I'm setting myself up for disappointment. You know, because the last time I got myself really hyped up for a debut, it ended up being Matt Seidel. So, Which is not I bad in its own I don't right, want to do but... that to myself again. Man, I'm, I'm going to be at a buddy's house watching this pay-per-view with about six to eight other people. Man, that they're going to be a noise complaint in that, in that apartment complex if it's CM Punk. <laughs> oh Dude, and you know Tony Khan would get called a personality, too. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he's already he's already shown a pattern that he doesn't mind paying for licensed music for his talent. So if, if, if CM Punk ever comes into AEW... He's going to have cult of personality, and that's just fucking cool as shit. And if Daniel any... Bryan, and if I wonder if Daniel Bryan comes in, if they'll get him the final countdown, Ooh. like he had a Ring of Honor, I, that would be fucking dope. Do you think he ever leaves though, or does he stay as a producer? I would like him to leave, but I think they would really have to piss him off to make him leave. Because he's, like, he's getting like his guys over now. Yeah, like I feel like he's happy in his position right now of, you know, raising up the talents that he feels there's the spotlight. Yeah, because I, I think feel, it, I, I think as long as he feels like his voice is being heard by Vince and the creative team, that he'll stick around. But if they yeah. start to shun his ideas and his deals up soon, yeah. I can see him going like, you know, fuck y'all, I'm out of here. You know, because look, look, let's put it this way. Nobody, nobody ever thought Big Show. No. Would leave WWE. No, I thought that man was a WWE lifer. Like I literally thought we'd be seeing him on WWE Legend shows ten years from now. You know, just you know, walking him out and you know, take the choke slam on somebody or you know whatever. I never thought I would see the day where someone like Big Show was a part of AEW. Big Show going to AEW literally says anybody's fair game now. Anybody's fair game, and anybody could make the jump. If Big Show does, if Big Show would do it, anybody could do it. So I don't want to roll. I don't want to roll anybody out now. So Daniel Bryan in AEW, hey, it could happen. Mm. I, my gut instinct is it's a it's an Impact or New Japan guy. Which I would really dig. I, I would, re- I would, I would really dig either of those. Could ideas. be, could be Chris Bay. Um, it could be. You know, I don't know about. I don't know. I haven't really been following New Japan hardly at all lately. So, well, you would have to limit it to people that are inside the United States. Yeah, Who you is... know, I don't. I don't think they're gonna. I mean, well, they. And, I guess and... they could have flown over when. When when the woman flew over, when the woman who won the, the Japanese side, I keep forgetting her name. I feel awful. Um, can you say her name again? Rio. Is it, is it? So it is Rio. Or Rio, Rio, not Rio, Rio. No, I'm not saying Rio. Yeah, I'm saying Rio. R Y O. I thought it was R E Y O. No. Is it R Y O? 
Ethiopia, Rio, RYO, Mizunami. Yeah, you know, love it. Maybe they flew someone over that. I don't. I don't know. Um, and last week, I bet you, I bet you, I was thinking Marty Skrull last week. Mm. But due to the fact that he's doing something with New Japan now, I don't. I don't see that. I don't see that happening. I mean, it makes no sense for it to be a current AEW guy because they had qualifiers. I agree. No, I, I completely agree. They, they had qual- it cannot be somebody already on outside their of so outside of Sean Spears, who's been away for a while. Um, is he was he has he been out injured or what the what's going know. on? Like has know. he been on dark at all this year? Oh, I don't know. I haven't been no because he remember he walked out kind of thing. Kayfabe walked out. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, dude, I, I like Spears, but I think uh, I think having Spears as the un, as the unannounced person would be a disappointment. Yeah, Spears would be someone you know, just just announce that he's in the match. It says that he you was know, removed from the AEW roster, but really, well, I'm gonna go look at their website. Kayfabe. I yeah, think. but I mean, they don't really kayfabe their. They don't normally kayfabe their website, do they? Well, it says he's not happy. It was he's removed after controversial promo with Tony Schiavone, which was kayfabe. Um. Yeah, he's no longer on the website. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder if it's a worker. I wonder if his deal ran out. Yeah, I don't know. Very, very interesting. I figured it was a work just because of the. When did it happen? When did this happen? I don't even know. Right before Christmas. Even Paul White's on the damn roster now. He was on stage for Brody Lee's ten bell salute. It's a work. He might be hurt. Hurt or they're working something up for him. Yeah, you know, I guess working it to the point where they took him off the damn website. Yeah, I figured that website thing was a work because they did the interview with Shivani and then they took him off after Yeah, for that. some reason, I just don't remember the interview. Was it on Dynamite? It was right before Hol- it was Holiday Bash when he did the interview. December 23rd. Yeah, and Sean Spears recommended Eric Rowan to Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. It was it was Spears' idea to bring Rowan in for that for that spot on the Brody Lee show. So yeah, there's no way. Like unless his deal ran out, there's no way he's gone. The overtime? No, he's not gone. Yeah, like I, I said, he was on the stage for Brody Lee's ten bell salute. Um. <laughs> I've never heard of this site, but the overtimers as pre- uh, pre- predicting it Spears. The overtime? I haven't heard of them either. They're talking. I, about I, I just think, talking, I think that's a. It's an article on who they think the mystery guy is going to be. I think it's a. I think that's a terrible surprise. Like I, I think that you can't. You can't do stuff like that to your fans. People, people get big expectations. It, when it's just somebody on your regular on somebody on your regular yeah. roster, just yeah. just say he's in the match. It, it makes like, sense though because of who's in it with Cody and Scorpio. I know I absolutely agree with you, and honestly, 
I rather would have seen Sean Spears against 10. What if it's and Ethan Sean Page? Sean Spears would have beat 10. What if it's Ethan Page? I like that. That's a great idea. That's a great idea, JB. I like that idea. It could absolutely be Ethan Page. You know what they should do? Oh, my God. You know what they should do? <laughs> Karate man. No. 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 You have, quote, unquote, 10 beat Max Caster, and then they cut to the backstage area, and 10's laid out. And Dark Order's looking over him, and 10 rips the mask off, and it's Sean Spears. Ooh. And Sean Spears is in the ladder match. Ooh. That's how you put him in. That's a good booking. That's good that booking. That would pal. actually be really fucking cool. It's such good shit. I that's uh, what they man. That's good booking, see, pal. See now I just did great booking. I'm gonna be disappointed tomorrow. I just wonder I just wonder, <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he's hurt or they're just hitting the reset button on him or what. He, I, ah, they were planting seeds with Scorpio. And then yeah, Scor- you're absolutely they, right. Cody and Scorpio both being in this match. Yeah. Like, screams that Spears should be involved if he's not injured. I wonder if he got hurt and that's what... Because they never did finish that Scorpio feud, did they? Yeah, you're right. Did, was that because of a... Was that because of a COVID thing? Or, I don't or know. was that because someone got hurt? Or... I don't know. And there's no news on what happened to Spears. Nothing's gotten out. So. Boy. Apparently he also, he apparently he, he deactivated his Twitter account and set his Instagram to private. Hmm. I mean, this could all just be a work. Well, yeah, I I said, I'm pretty sure it is a work. Pretty sure it's a work. NXT this week kicked off with uh, Gargano and Loomis. Uh, Dexter Loomis gets the win after about 12 minutes with the uh, the silence submission. Um, William Regal looking for Santos Escobar, making sure he doesn't duck Karrion Cross once again. Uh, they show a uh, vignette of MSK talking about how uh, winning the Dusty Cup, how that meant, what that meant to them. Uh, Pretty good little uh, vignette there. Then they show MSK about to get interviewed, but the grizzled young veterans lay them out. Uh, Tyler Rust was supposed to take on Leon Ruff, but Swerve got involved and beat up Leon Ruff to continue that feud. Um, they were going to interview Zoe Stark ahead of her match with Io Shirai and then somebody in the truck fucked up poor Zoe <laughs> Cameron Grimes Cameron Grimes he's, he's laughing at a Ted DiBiase video and so he thinks he can get people to su- sucker them in in the old basketball trick but it, it didn't quite work as well for him did it Matt I, I, I will admit this. This was an entertaining stretch of vignettes. I loved it. Promoted to the to promoted on. Uh, uh, I know. I knew a this was going to be a little bit of tribute to Ted 
DBAC. <laughs> I knew this was going to be good, man. I, I thought this was going to be great. Uh, and you know, eventually Ted's showing up, you know, I, I think so. I think so too. <laughs> I, 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 I think it's, I think it's, I think it's too good. Not, not to yep. do that. Yep. Yep. Uh, Io Shirai, Zoe Stark. I thought again, uh, Zoe Stark looked impressive. Didn't she, didn't she, Matt? I, I think, I think she's got a hell of a future. Yeah. In NXT. I'm not really sure why they have her, you know, wrestling the NXT women's champion or second week in the company. Well, like I but, said, I figured they'd have Tony cause a DQ and, and uh, not give her a loss. But at the same time, I mean, she's new. She can take losses uh, every once in a while. She's not going to get pushed to the top right away. So I guess that's fine in that remark. Um, I, I thought it would have been better booking to have Tony just cause a DQ, though. Yeah. Because she came out afterwards. I mean, so. Yeah, what can you do? So we are going to get Tony and uh, and Io soon. Yeah, I think it's uh, a couple weeks. I think or next yeah, week. Yeah, couple next I week now. It's, it's a it, week from next... week from tomorrow. Okay, so they're doing that, and they're doing the MSK match next week too. Mm-hmm. So they got a they got a good they got a good card next week. <laughs> the way got interviewed by Mackenzie Mitchell and. Uh, Johnny Gargano complained about how Theory didn't hit Loomis with the chair, and uh, and uh, and then uh, well, we we find out that Indy Hartwell has a crush on Loomis too. <laughs> the way is, uh, I don't know about all that. Old old Austin's got the old Stockholm syndrome. I don't know about the old crush though by Indy. That was kind of funny though. The way is funny, man. The way he cracked me up. Johnny's funny too, man. So it's 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 a good group. I'm enjoying the way. Uh, camera grams. You think Dr. Shelby is going to be the therapist? <laughs> he needs to be. Camera grams, uh, 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 tried to, uh, uh get a, a trick a woman to do 10 dribbles for a thousand dollars. And while Grimes was getting ready to kick it, she just dribbled it through her legs. And well, old Gr- Cameron Grimes had to give up that thousand dollars. Yeah. As a former WNBA basketball player there. <laughs> Yeah, she trains stood, at the performance center now. She stood so, up. She stood up, and camera was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> uh, Cameron Grimes is great. I knew this was going to be good. I just knew it. I knew it. Zaylee took on Casey Canton Zero. Uh, I think he Grimes. just needed. I think he needed the right gimmick. Yeah, to get people on board with him because I've seen a lot more of general support for Grimes. Yeah. Since this gimmick has started, than I've ever seen before. Because you could see, you could see some of it <laughs> in the feud with Dexter Loomis. You could see that personality. See, so it was just a matter of finding the right thing, a gimmick, so to speak. I think because you could see that, you could see the, you, you could see that personality and entertainment value that he brought in uh, in the feud with Dexter Loomis. So you just had to find that little gimmick, and and that now they have. And, you know, and I said he's going to lose his money in a month. Now I hope they don't because I, I want the gimmick to keep going for a while. Uh, Zylee, oh, yeah. don't, 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 have him, don't have him lose the money anytime soon. No, I figured he'd, he'd invest it and lose it like in a month, but no. 
I think that, that, that would that would be dis- I think that would be disappointing. Now, now, now that it's entertaining, we we ain't gonna do that now. Uh, Zylee destroys Casey Canton Zero. Uh, probably gonna destroy Caden Carter uh, next after that. Um, Cameron Grimes uh, goes up to a, a random guy and uh, tries to do the Ted DiBiase thing, and uh, <laughs> and guy goes you mean the ted dibiase thing and grimes just got mad and and uh punched him in the face punched him in the face <laughs> and he threw the money and left i was like well you know uh grizzled young veterans taking on drake maverick and killian dane uh a little 10 minute match there good match uh with grizzled young veterans looking like they're gonna probably feud with msk um, I don't know if they rode off MSK for a couple weeks or not with that attack. Um, we'll... I think they did it just because they just wanted to delay the match for some unknown fucking reason. Yeah. Which NXT has been really big on delaying matches lately. Let's book something for this week and then and then not have it happen the following week. It's like they're doing that a lot this year, and it's really fucking weird. It's like they did that like, chair attack where they like stomped on the arm. I think it was – I don't know which, which one of the MSK guys was – I think it might have been uh, – um... Uh, Nash that his arm was in the chair and so it's like maybe broke his arm ride him off for a few weeks I don't know if that's gonna be the case or not uh well, it's my understanding that that's that's gonna happen that match is scheduled for next week MSK yeah. and Grizzled Young Veterans yeah the same week as the Tony match okay that was my that was my understanding anyway that match or the tag title match the tag title match oh well Grizzled Which Young MSK against the MSK against uh, Birch and Lorcan. Birch and Birch and Lor- Lor- Lorcan. Yeah, because that was supposed to be tomorrow. Yeah, with um, uh, the the women's one, and then they they did that stupid story to delay it. So, um, after uh, after the match, Killian Dane carrying Drake Maverick to the trainer's room, and Imperium walks by, and Alexander Wolf wondering. Uh, what happened to Dane? So that, that's a little. I'm gonna be very. I'm gonna be very sad. They break this team up already. Yeah, I'm gonna be very. I'm gonna be very sad. I wonder if. Uh, yeah, of course, a little history because uh, uh, there's a, a couple of guys that were insanity. Um. Yeah, I don't know what this leads to. I don't know if this leads to a feud with Imperium or Dane joins Imperium, which would be interesting. I don't really know. I don't know. No DQ match. Karrion Cross and Santos Escobar. This was this was pretty fucking good, wasn't it? These guys beat the dog shit out of each other. I loved I would it. Certainly say so. I loved it. I, I, th- I thought it was really good. Um, main event went about sixteen minutes long there with Karrion Cross getting the win. Um, a lot of it was uh, started out on the outside, then they brought it into the CWC. We got a promo from L.A. Knight. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Says he'll debut on his own time and on his own terms. Could be next week. Could be the week after that. Could be three months. But that's just a fact of life. When do you think he debuts? Next week? 
Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. They might hold they might hold up his debut for takeover for all we know. Yeah. Or should I say, yeah. Adam Cole. Um trying to uh trying to say how he's so sick to his stomach and what he did to Kyle O'Reilly while we all scream at the TV. Bullshit. He did he 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 did sucker us in though, didn't he? You know, he suckered in Roddy and then gave him the old uh gave him the old uh, you know. The old low blow. I thought it was a good ending though. With Cole and and Roddy and Finn. What'd you think on that ending? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't like the whole breakup, man. Yeah. Well, but I mean, shit. What else could he do with these guys at this point? I still think, like, I, I think the, the breakup of this group has, has fucked the rest of that group over for the main roster. Like, yeah. I feel like the only way they would have succeeded was together. And if they're not going to be together, then, you know, I just, I think they're, I think they fucked them. I think they, they're, they're fucked. I, I, am, so, I, I, you know, I said this right away when Cole turned, I go, I have a feeling that they'll reunite by the time we get crowds again. Much like the new day breaking up. No, they didn't really break up, but I, I think they'll, say, this is completely different. Yeah. I think they'll, I think they'll get back to, I think they'll get back together when crowds come back. I think undisputed era gets back together when crowds come back. Be a lot and, harder to pull off. Yep, got to book it, which, yeah. Good luck on that. Knowing WWE, they'll just have them put them to get debut together, you know. Speaking of uh, 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 factions, how about, the, how about that? Uh, what Big E said uh, on WWE 24, he said that he was almost in the shield. That that would have meant, probably meant no New Day, though. New Day probably would have never happened if he debuted in the shield. <clears throat> yeah. So that's NXT for the week. Monday Night Raw or SmackDown, sorry, SmackDown. Uh, we uh, started off with Roman Reigns because we just started off with Roman Reigns every week. Uh, Daniel Bryan shows up talking about how, uh, uh, well, basically Roman's a chicken shit for the way he defended his title at Elimination Chamber. Uh, Jay Uso gets into Bryan's face and uh, uh, says that uh, Bryan's going to get got. Hey, he stole that from Truth gimmick infringement. And uh, that led to Jay sucker punching Brian and uh, tossing him over the barricade. That'll set up some stuff for later. So there's a possibility of Daniel Bryan getting a title shot at Fastlane. That didn't make Edge happy. Edge says they need to talk. And uh, doesn't like that Brian may possibly jump the line at Fastlane if he beats Jay Uso in the main event of SmackDown tonight. I thought this made Edge look so fucking stupid. Yeah. I didn't like this at all. I didn't understand Why it. the fuck should Edge care? He's cha- He chose to challenge for the WWE Universal Championship. He yeah. did not choose who his opponent was. You yeah. pick what title you're challenging for. 
So your spot at WrestleMania is guaranteed no matter what happens between then and now. Yeah. So like the fact that Edge was being whiny about it, I didn't like it at all. I thought it made I thought it made him come across looking rather dumb. Yeah. Uh Ray and Dominic Mysterio take on Chad Gable and Otis as they continue to push Otis as a heel. Gable and Otis get the win there. Um Paula Cruz comes out. Uh thought he cut a pretty decent promo, kinda giving a little backstory about uh where he's from, uh who his father was, and uh and why he did what he did to Big E. So I thought it was an overall really good promo. Uh really good uh to build uh why he did what he did. And so um you know, I, I kind of liked uh, that they finally kind of gave a gave a little bit of the keys to Cruz finally, after so long of uh, not really giving him a chance. And I think this is finally t- kind of telling us that they're giving Apollo a, a kind of a push. And I'm gonna guess Daniel Bryan's behind that too, Matt. I would certainly think so. He took on Shinsuke Nakamura in a quick little five minute match, uh, where, which Apollo did win. Uh, no surprise, considering he's the uh, 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 getting the moment has the momentum and and uh, such with uh, being a uh, a newly pushed heel, I'd say. Uh, Tamina took on Liv Morgan, and Tamina getting the win there. It looks like they're establishing Tamina and Natalia, maybe as a tag team competitor. I don't know. Um, I don't know what they have against pushing the riot squad or pushing Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, but Hey, here we are. Ugh. Uh, Bianca Belair made a WrestleMania decision. I don't, this went on, I think a little too long, way uh, too long. Um, cause we all knew she was going to choose from the very beginning. Yeah. I don't know why we needed Reginald in this. Oh God. I mean, Reginald's doing a good job for what he's doing, but He's supposed to be with Carmella. We don't need him in every segment, though. I mean, for fuck's sake, with a saying. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, King Corbin and Sami Zayn backstage. King Corbin annoyed by Sami Zayn's uh, uh, documentary crew. That'll uh, foreshadow later on when they have a tag match against uh, um, uh, Street Profits. And that didn't turn out well because basically the uh, the crew got in the way of Corbin causing the loss and uh, Street Profits getting the win. And uh, I don't know. A little dissension between Corbin and, and Zane. I always I, I wonder if they're maybe slowly turning Corbin face again. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't see that happening. But no, because he's a good heel. It'd be hard to do. Seth Rollins cuts a promo and uh, is interrupted by Cesaro. And uh, Cesaro uh, didn't want to hear anymore and uh, gave old old, uh, Rollins the swing and and, uh, then gave him some uppercuts. I liked it. Cesaro didn't have to cut a promo, just answered with his actions. And uh, 
and uh, Rollins went. I, I loved it. I loved it when Rollins still had the mic in his hand when he was in the swing. <laughs> that made me chuckle. That made me chuckle. That's gonna be a fucking goddamn good match, isn't it? Goddamn, give us fifteen minutes on a pay per view with Cesaro and 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 uh, Rollins. That's gonna be that'll be great. Jey Uso, Daniel Bryan. Good match, as you should expect from those two. Ends in a double countout. So, what now, Matt? I don't know. Uh, tell me. Still cage match next week, Daniel Bryan and Jey Uso. Which Daniel Bryan will win, and then we'll get our fast lane match. Which yeah. will not win. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Unless, unless they wanted, unless they wanted to do Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Hey, I'm all for. <laughs> I'm all for Edge and Brian Ban. Look, uh, look, I'm just saying, like. If they want to do edging, if they want to do Goldberg and Roman, Roman has to drop the title. Don't get my hopes up. Don't get my hopes up, dog. Crazy shit, pal. Drew McIntyre kicks off Monday Night Raw, so that just fucked up my plans of him surprise attacking causing a DQ. I was so happy when he said he wasn't going to interfere in the match. Yeah. I was like, thank God being a, a baby face is actually acting like a baby face. Right. Imagine right. fucking that. Right. Right. Um, Miz and uh, Morrison. Hey, Hey, ho, ho, uh, come out and, uh, they try to, uh, try to talk McIntyre into, uh, siding with them against the hurt biz and uh, Drew said, well, you know, I heard that from the Hurt Business about a year ago, and I I ain't about that life. So, nice try. Thanks for kissing my ass, but I will pass. Sheamus comes out, and uh, goddamn Sheamus and Drew McIntyre had a good match, didn't they? Man, I loved it. These guys went 23 minutes. Uh, hell of a battle with Drew McIntyre getting a win with uh, a Claymore kick there at the end. But that was a damn good match. Once again, we've been saying it all for the last year. Sheamus putting together a hell of a match on television, huh, Matt? I, I thought this match was fantastic. They they tore the house down. Oof. That was that was great. Should have saved it for a pay per view, but hey, you know we 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 got it on a raw. That's good enough for me. A little stare down at the end of the match. I thought maybe they were going to let bygones be bygones, but they didn't really uh, uh, do anything. Show us anything more than that. And we got our old Miz and Lashley clock because WWE likes to have clock countdown clocks now. All of a sudden. What are you thinking about? Oh, God damn, pal. 
I mean, what do you think about this whole stretching shit out? I mean, they cannot do this every week on something just to try to. Keep I think they need balance, to get a little, I, think, little, I think balance is key. Yeah, they need to get a little I, more creative. You, well, the thing is, if you overdo it, you're going to turn your fan base off. Mm-hmm. And when you do stuff like this, it needs to lead. It needs to lead to payoff, and yeah. it needs to be worthwhile. When you it, do it, two it, bait, it, it, when you do two bait and switches on the same night, you lost a good portion of your audience in hour three last night because people got pissed off after yep. the second bait and switch. Yep. You have to be careful. It, it still was a strong. It was still a strong hour three. It was their strongest hour three in uh, since uh, Legends Night. So, I, but they still lost a good chunk of viewers, and I don't think they would have lost. Yeah, they had didn't they lose. Just, as... Had they had they done. Uh, had they done it properly? Yeah, they don't. They didn't lose as much as they usually do. Let's just put it. Oh no, I would agree with that, but I I think they would have lost even less yeah. had they not tried to be cute about with what they with what they did. Uh, for some reason, they just completely jobbed out Naomi to Nia Jax. Um, another I'm vignette. So of... seeing, I'm so tired of seeing Nia Jax beat people. Uh, I was vid- really hoping that was going to turn her into a comedy character and we wouldn't have to put up with her shit anymore. <laughs> right, right. And it, it happened for like a week and a half. Yeah. And I was like, yes, my dream is finally coming true. And then all of a sudden, no, I'm going to gonna beat Sasha Banks. I'm going to beat Asuka. I'm going to beat Naomi. No, no, beat up John like, Cena. I, I'm, the, I'm the wrestler with the least amount of wrestling skill in the entire women's division, but I'm going to beat everybody. Like, I just don't fucking get it. Like I, I get it, for, it, she's the Rock's cousin, but I did it like, for the Rock. Enough, enough of this shit. Uh, vignette for Rhea Ripley coming to save the women's division in Raw, hopefully. Uh, I'm thinking triple threat of Mania. What do you think? That would be great because I don't really I mean, need Oscar Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, I just think it makes sense. It's a rematch. Yep. It's partially a rematch. It's well, a rematch. It's, it's, of, a, it's, a, it's a rematch a, of every of the last couple of WrestleManias that's, uh, yeah. that Charlotte's been involved in. So mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, I think I think they're going the triple threat route. God, yeah. that slow mo of Oscar's tooth flying out. Fuck, Jeez, man. Fuck. Do you have to? Did we have to do that? Put a little. Oh. Spot. Uh. uh such a good uh, check. La- Lashley came out and uh, Miz uh, had the shits or something. So, pussy ass Miz. Uh, Braun Strowman comes out and uh, Shane. Uh, this whole segment was weird. And so Shane's trying to smooth things over by putting him in a tag title match. And his tag partner is Adam Pierce, and that led did not go well because after Strowman hit the running power slam, Shane gets all excited, and Taz makes Strowman tag in Pierce for some god unknown reason. I know the reason; it's because Shane is trying to make Strowman look like a fool ahead of their WrestleMania match. Am I right, or am I right? All we're definitely. That's definitely happening. Who who predicted that oh, a while ago? <sighs> You're well. It doesn't make it good, buddy. 
It's because you predicted it doesn't make it good. I broke that story two months ago. You're welcome. Speaking of you're welcome, we'll see him back on TV pretty soon. But it's going to be sad. It's going to be a little sad, though. You think? Yeah. No, uh, we have to can have the 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 Mongrovian flag at half staff. It's gonna be it's gonna be a a sad uh, first uh, episode of NWA Power that we'll talk about here in a little bit. Uh, what do we got here? We got a little Bad Bunny and Damian Priest, Elias and Jackson Riker, which led to a match, which led to Damian Priest beating Elias. That match went a long time, way too long. I don't. I don't like these matches where Priest looks like he's in trouble against yeah. people he shouldn't be looking like he's in trouble against. They need to make Priest look more dominant, and they and they haven't done it. And they haven't done it. And look, Elias just isn't that great in the ring, and it, he mm. kind of got exposed on Monday night. He he didn't look good at all. He's better. And in sh- the same he's token, better, that he's makes Damian look ma- bad. He's better in shorter matches. Agreed. Agreed. There's some wrestlers you don't want to take into the deep water, you know, for a length of time, and Elias is definitely one of them. I was uh, Randy Orton interviewed by Kayla Braxton, and uh, I don't know why. I, I don't know why, but I'm liking this thing with him and Alexa in the Fiend. I I like it for some reason, and trust me, when I see a pile of shit from Creative, I'm going to call it a pile of shit. And I and this is I uh, this is definitely drawn mixed reviews from people, but I'm liking what they're doing with Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss right now in the Fiend's absence. I know not everybody likes it, but I'm liking it, and and I thought it was uh, still uh, another interesting thing with showing a, a demon side of Randy Orton talking to R- Randy Orton. Um, then he had to cough up some more Papa Shango, but. Uh, I, I I'm liking it. I know you're not on quite on board, Matt. But yeah, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not on board. What can you do? Um, we we try Miz and Lashley again, and uh, Miz <laughs> runs out of the arena as fast as he can to cause a countout. Which uh, hey, at least we got to cuss on on WWE Raw because they don't cuss much anymore. They used to cuss because, well, you know, oh, we, you know, we, oh, we ain't, we ain't counter programming AEW, but we're going to cuss because AEW does it right, Matt. They didn't start cussing until AEW started cussing on TV. So, but we haven't had a good cuss word on that, on there, but uh, it fit well because MVP said this was bullshit, and we all agreed, didn't we, Matt? Yeah, yeah. It was definitely bullshit. Uh, Charlotte Flair talks about how now she wants to go after the Raw Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler comes out bragging about how Asuka has no teeth. Um, and uh, this led to Shayna Baszler and uh, Charlotte Flair, but they can never give us a proper Baszler-Flair match. They just give us a three-minute one here uh, with Charlotte getting the win. 
Uh, Riddle, Grand Metalique, and uh, Lindsay face on uh, face retribution. Good guys got the win there. Mustafa Ali got mad, so he yells, challenges Riddle to a one-on-one match, which Riddle accepts. And about four minutes later, Mustafa Ali gets the win there. So probably Riddle Ali at Fastlane for the U.S. title, which I'm I'm all for. That'll be a good match, but yeah. That was a mess of uh, WWE booking if I've ever seen it. And then we finally get our WWE championship match and Shane McMahon made sure Miz wasn't going to run this time as lumberjacks come out. And about three minutes later, your new WWE champion right there, right there. I forget. I have my camera mirrored. Bobby Lashley finally is WWE champion. So well-deserved, especially the year that he's had put together. The hurt business has been awesome. And, uh, it's been a long time coming, hasn't it, Matt? Long overdue. Finally, walking Armageddon arrives in WWE. Only took him three or four years to pull it off, but yeah, better late than never. Yeah, it, it was a great moment. Some great photos uh, backstage with uh, MV with the Hurt Business there that are that were uh, posted on. WWE social media after the after the show went off the air. I uh, watched the post uh, interview on Raw, uh, the post Raw interview as well. Um, good stuff there. So check out their social media for that stuff for the Hurt Business. It's uh, it's worth watching for sure. Uh, monument monumental moment for sure with Bobby Lashley winning the WWE Championship. Talk some ratings impact on access. Um, Impact on access uh, for the uh, the February twenty third episode brought in a uh, hundred and seventy thousand viewers, which was uh, down from uh, one ninety seven on the sixteenth. So a slight decrease there for impact on uh, last week's episode. Uh, both uh, NXT and AEW last week saw increases. AEW eight hundred and thirty one thousand. To NXT's 734 and uh, AEW still killing them in the 18 to 49.35 to 0.18. So you think uh, you think they might do a million next week uh, tomorrow night, Matt? Huh? I don't know if they will, but I'm saying if they do, I I think that would guarantee Shaq, they do Shaq and Paul White later on this year. Yeah, that they're going to want to do that on TNT. Yeah, yeah. SmackDown a slight drop to 2.05 million down from 2.07 and uh Monday Night Raw stayed relatively even though uh they had a slightly better third hour than last week but relatively even at 1.88 million be curious to see what they do next week with Lashley as the champion though Straight up Steve Austin with uh, Joe McHale got 644,000 viewers, kind of back to their average uh, viewership there as they go back to the regular time slot. Uh, Young Rock episode two came out last week. Episode three actually came out as we uh, just before we recorded, so we haven't gotten a chance to watch that yet. Um, I thought episode two was uh, was still pretty good, uh, focused on the, uh, the, the middle years of uh, Young Rock and uh, – trying to impress the girl and uh, 
kind of the downside of Rocky Johnson's wrestling career. So I thought it was kind of overall really, really, really cool episode, Matt. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy the show a lot. I look from looking forward to booting up episode three once we're done recording here and see how it was tonight. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Moving on, moving on. Got a few more, uh, a few more people uh, joined the performance center. Uh, power lifter from Mexico by the name of Jennifer can, um, Michelle Cantu. She, uh, uh, Tried out originally in 2019. <clears throat> Drew Casper is a collegiate wrestler. Um, was the number one ranked heavyweight wrestler in the country while competing for Otterbein University in Ohio. Uh, was 30-0 and and seated number one for the NCAA tournament. Um, he is the younger brother of WWE recruit Jacob Casper, who reported to the Performance Center of October of last year. Uh, Avery Taylor worked for Evolve Shine, among other promotions, appeared in the NXT TV Women's Battle Royale in September of last year, trained by Matt Seidel and Jay Lethal. Episode two for Young Rock audience dropped a little bit. Obviously, you're not going to get the same audience as you do on a premiere, but still yeah. uh, 3.5 million Strong numbers for uh, for episode two. I'm sure NBC is not uh, too uh, sad about 3.5 million. I certainly wouldn't think so. Uh, sad news uh, reported on uh, uh, the morning, early morning of February 25th. Joseph Hudson, that was known in the NWA as uh, both Josephus and, of course, the ever popular question mark, uh, passed away. Uh, it was announced by Billy Corrigan, uh, passed away following a medical episode. Uh, Dutch Mantel believes that it may have been a stroke or an aneurysm. So uh, some sad news to report ahead of uh, some news that NWA is going to be returning. Uh, I will get to that news a little later. But Matt, we, that, was a, that was a guy we enjoyed, especially as the question mark. He, uh, he definitely put a smile on our face, didn't he? Indeed. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling has announced that Takahashi has vacated the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title as he has unfortunately come down with a left pectoral tear. So he will not be in the uh, the surprise entry in the ladder match at Revolution. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Dave Bautista continuing to get those Hollywood roles. He's going to be star, uh, signed on to star alongside Mila Jovovich in a film called The Lost Lands based on a, a short story from Game of Thrones author, uh, author George R.R. R. Martin. Um, that, that is uh, from Deadline Hollywood. And uh, speaking of Dave Bautista, the first trailer for uh, uh, for Army of the Dead came out. Have you seen that trailer, Matt? Yeah, I mean, it's not my type of franchise, but I'm sure for the people uh, that like that kind of stuff, it'll be good. We talked about this like last looks, week. 
No, we didn't. No, well, no, the trailer. Not on, not on the show. We talked. Yeah. You, you DM'd me the trailer, and I was just like, man. Yeah, the show. Yeah, the show. The show was our hadn't uh, recorded yet, or the show had already recorded last week. So, yeah, I like it. Look good. Um, so it'll be on Netflix. Debuts on May twenty first. I think it looks pretty good. Um, let's, uh, move on here. Move it on, move it on. EC3, it is announced that he has officially signed with Ring of Honor. I think he's going to sign for a while. Yeah, he was supposed to, uh, uh, face, uh, uh, J- uh, Jay Briscoe at, uh, final battle, but with, uh, but then EC3 had tested for COVID, so that's probably why. They had uh, done that, uh, postponed that. Um, some backstage news on Impact. It seems like uh, uh, management is pretty high on Jake something, which is why you may have seen him uh, have a, a pretty good presence on last week's Impact, including uh, facing Moose for the uh, TNA World Heavyweight title, uh, which I thought he did a good, a good job last week on. And so they said... Uh, uh, he may have a, 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 a more noticeable impact, pun intended, in 2021. Uh, next week's Impact in 60 will be the best of Eddie Edwards. Uh, Tommy Dreamer stated that uh, uh, he will uh, be focusing on behind-the-scenes work for Impact going forward. He's going to be uh, not be on camera for some time now, and he is not a fan of the paid ads from Tony Khan, by the way. No, last week's paid ad in particular. Yeah. Which I said, I think they've, uh, I think they made a good shift in those ads this week. I thought it was, I thought it was a good decision. Mike Johnson of uh, PW Insider has, is confirming that several major television outlets are in play for a television series for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, there's been interest uh, going back to early last year, but the uh, recent Kenta angle on AW, AEW TV, as well as the media response on the Roku channel, has upped the interest for potential homes for New Japan uh, coming uh, coming forward here. So we may uh, we may get to see a, a lot more New Japan in uh, maybe a familiar network, some so to speak, uh, coming uh, down the line. I don't know how much. I don't know how much more weekly wrestling content I can handle. <laughs> right. Oh boy. Uh Triple H trying to stir the pot, get Conor McGregor to face Finn Balor. <laughs> hey, Conor's the one who replied. Yeah. Uh, Oliver Luck filing another a new lawsuit against Vince McMahon, stating he's corrupt and deceitful. No way. I don't see it. Oliver Luck telling everybody what wrestling fans have known for decades now. No shit. Yeah, that XFL venture did not uh, end well, did it? (sighs) Big Cass returned to the ring last week. Uh, Lariato Pro Wrestling in Georgia 
he uh be- he uh, made the save with on his uh, former tag partner Enzo and uh was the uh, surprise tag partner of Hernandez as well and he's in pretty good shape there Matt <laughs> good uh first wrestling appearance since 2019 after he took some time off um to uh, uh to deal with personal issues uh Heath Miller underwent surgery yesterday so hopefully uh speedy recovery because you know he's got kids yeah hey i hate this happened to him well wwe has filed the trademark for scottish warrior don't know how they didn't already have that but okay um Um, Samoa Joe was interviewed by Uprox to discuss uh, um, many things, and uh, one was uh, his uh, why he's not in the ring, and uh, he, he basically confirmed they're just taking the safest and best approach, and he appreciates what they're doing, and. Um, you know, things and things have been delayed with the pandemic, getting evaluated and everything like that. And he's doing a hell of a job of what he's doing right now, Matt. So I guess, you know, there's not necessarily a rush to get him back into the ring, especially when it's something like this, right? Well, I suppose not. But, um, yeah, matter of time. You think Paige ever gets back in the ring? Yes, I think she made her uh, battlegrounds. I, I just, I just can't, I can't count it out after everything that I've seen. Yeah, I've seen Brian come back, seen Edge come back, yeah, I've seen Christian come back. You know, I, I, I do think as you know, modern medicine and you know, doctors and all that shit improve. I, I actually, I do think, I do think we have not seen the last of Paige in a wrestling ring. Might not yeah. be for WWE. Um, but I do think we see Paige wrestle at least one more time. AEW launched their first mobile app, AEW Casino Double or Nothing, and it is very meh. There's hardly any AEW on it. That's putting it nicely. Uh, Yeah, there is like literally all uh, there's AEW on the loading screen. That's about all the AEW you get. Very, very disappointing effort right there. Um, I don't know what. I don't know how it took them four months to get it out. Yeah, it's a reskin <laughs> of an like, existing. Literally, it's like every other fucking casino game on the fucking you yeah. know, marketplace. Like, I what were you doing? I don't know what made them think that this was a good idea. There were so many cool things they could have done with it this. It brings nothing. None of it. It bring nothing to the table. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, I think I, I they, if, I, if I'm Tony Khan, I'm embarrassed to have my name on it. Yeah, terrible. Uh, Randy Orton got into it with Soldier Boy. <laughs> After Soldier Boy used the F word, relevant over a decade. I mean, I mean, I mean, just ask Young Rock. Never used the F word. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man. Maybe enjoyed his, his his extra fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah, something like that. Fight TV has announced that NWA is coming back with a pay per view and power. Um, They're out of their fucking minds. The power uh, pay per view back for the attack uh, will be. Um, that is going to be on March twenty first, and that is a. Uh, Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern? Yes, yeah, the same day as Fastlane. Oh, that's why. Uh, and uh, NWA Power will resume Tuesdays at 6.05, starting March 23rd. Uh, and, uh, oh, you got to subscribe to watch it. Yeah, that's why I'm saying they're out of their damn minds. Yeah. They barely were getting a decent audience weekly on YouTube for free. Now they're going to expect people to pay for it? They're out of their damn minds. Yeah. Yeah, considering it haven't been around for a while as NWA. Yeah, I don't know. That just makes no sense. I think this, I think this is a really stupid call on their part. And uh, AEW is going to bring the pay-per-view to uh, select uh, Cinemark movie theaters. We don't have Cinemark around here, so uh, I, I won't be partaking. But uh, I wouldn't have gone anyway. Yeah, so um, they've announced that a handful of uh, Cinemark theaters, you can watch AEW Revolution for $20 and, uh, and with that get uh, discounts on uh, sodas, popcorns, beers, chicken sandwiches, hot dogs. I can do all that at home. Okay. uh, Update on the NWA thing here. Let's see if we got any more information. Yeah, I'd love a price point. I'd love to see what they think people should be paying for this. Yeah, I don't see one yet. I'm wondering if it's going to be like the championship... God, if it's if it's was it seven bucks a week? Oh, you could do you could do a package, and that was not worth it. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I can't see how many any many people have bought that, so I don't know why they think that's a a good idea. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's the beginning of the end for the NWA. I think they fucked themselves over here. Yeah, I just says low cost subscription bundle, and like their bundle was like four episodes for twenty three dollars. To me, that's double the price of the network. That's not a low cost subscription bundle. No. So if you, I mean, that's that's what they did. That was like the price with the championship. Honestly, anything more than five dollars a month for what they're going to be offering is not going to be worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I think they're I think they're really they I don't think they're think, they're fucking thinking things through, and I think it's going to really come back and bite them in the ass. I mean, there's no yeah, there's I don't think I don't see anything. I mean, the pay per view is twenty bucks, and there's nothing else in regards to. Uh, I don't see anything else in regards to. Uh, yeah, they don't even have it up yet, so I don't know. Dummies, yeah. 
Dummy. Yeah. Uh, there's an FAQ page on Peacock talking about the WWE Network, and it says that uh, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT will all keep the same on-demand window with uh, Raw and SmackDown having 30 days from the original airing. NXT will continue to be added the next day. Uh, so that's going to be no different than what was on the network. As for what uh, WWE Network subscribers need to do uh, for the transfer, it says starting in April, Peacock will be the exclusive streaming home of the WWE Network. Um, that, okay, I don't know. Yeah, they're really not giving a whole lot of information right now. No. We're still going to have to wait for more information. Yeah. All right. AEW Revolution coming at you this Sunday on pay per view. Um, let's check for some. Uh, ooh. Uh, Brillo breaking news Casey Cantanzaro has suffered a partial tear of her LCL. So it looks like she's going to be out of action for a while. Yeah, I would certainly say so. Bobby Lashley. Uh, a little more breaking news, Bobby Lashley commenting on his championship run. Sometimes you have to fight for things that are important to you. When I made my return to the WWE, I told myself I will be WWE champion one day, and I'm willing to fight for it. Nothing in life is certain, and sometimes you can't control the outcome of things. But there are a couple of things I could control. I could, I could control the work I put in and the attitude while I'm doing it. My attitude has always been positive, and my drive has always been second to none. This night is easily one of the greatest nights of my life. I fucking did it. I can't put it into words what this title means to me. I'm still numb, yet filled with so much emotion right now. I have so many people I want to thank personally for all of you who believed in me. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Hard work and persistence does pay off, but I'm not done yet. I was born for this. I am a warrior. I'm ready to stand and fight anyone who wants to come after this title. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back on the grind so I can make this title run legendary. I am in the hurt business I'm your new WWE champion. AEW Revolution, eight matches on the card scheduled at this very moment. Card subject to change. Casino Tag Team Battle Royale. I like how they're putting the tag teams now into the old Casino Battle Royale. Bear Country, Dark Order of with Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Dark Order with Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Santana and Ortiz, Butcher Blade, Private Party, Top Flight, and To Be Announced, which we uh, already may have speculated could be the acclaimed if Max Caster loses to 10. Oh, man. And that, yeah, I keep thinking about that Sean Spears thing, attacking 10. That'd be fucking awesome, wouldn't that's, it? That's too perfect. Yeah, that means they won't do it. I think that would be really cool. Who wins the uh, casino tag team Royale with cheese? Oh, boy. I I think FTR win. I know they're not even in it yet, but I think they're going to be in. Mm. And I think they're going to win. You think they're the TBA? Oh, I think there's going to be a couple teams that haven't been you know, officially implemented. Yeah, I think there's probably going to be another two or three teams to be added. 
Yeah. And I, th- I think they're going to be one of them, and I think they're going to win. Like, you, yeah. You're not going to have revolution without FTR. Yeah. You know, and I feel like I feel like they're they're primed to you know get a get a rematch for their titles. You know, so makes sense. Yeah, uh, with what we're given, I would. The only team that really stands out is maybe given the push to Reynolds and Silver. For a few, I mean, this is a future tag team match. I mean, this is going to be on a dynamite or something. So it could be a team like Reynolds and Silver rewarding that reward them for the work they've been doing. Yeah, it would be cool, but yeah, I mean, it, it also depends on who wins who wins the match of Revolution, the tag team title match. Yeah, you know, uh, if, if Jericho and MJF win, yeah, I, I could see. I could see your, your your thing with Silver and Reynolds or or something like that. But if the Young Bucks win, I think FTR winning the Battle Royal would make would make sense. Yeah, it does make sense. And um, I just I I don't think Jericho and MJF need the tag team titles. No. So I feel like the Bucks well, should win that match. Well, let's just go to that Young Bucks and Inner Circle. Yeah, I, I feel like the Bucks need to win. Yeah, I, I felt I, I I felt like especially after what happened last week, the Bucks are going to win anyways. I think they're um, they're going to get their revenge on the inner circle for that attack on Papa Buck. So yeah, I'm pretty sure the Bucks are going to win that one. Miro and Kip Sabian against the best friends. I, I I think Miro and Sabian have to win this match. Yeah, I mean it really doesn't do anything for any anybody. I, yeah, I just. Yeah, I, I agree. Miro has to win this match, especially with, or, or he walks out on Kip. Yeah, because especially and, with... and leaves and leaves him to lose. I yeah. mean, they could do that. Yeah, but I mean, like Miro has to. Miro needs to branch out into something else now. Like this has run its course. Yeah, and Miro needs to. Miro needs to do something new. He, Team he Taz needs, against. He needs to be. He needs to be. They need to make him important. Because yeah. ha- he hasn't been important in AEW yet. No. Team Taz against Darby Allen and Sting. Gee, who wins that? <laughs> He's not Sting and Allen are winning. <laughs> That's a gimme. Uh, we already mentioned uh, Hikaru Shida against the winner of uh, Nyla Rose and Rio Muzunami. Uh, yeah, I, I, I believe Shida's going to retain. Yeah. Adam Page, Matt Hardy, the big money match uh, that uh, Matt Hardy's there to put over Adam Page. I yeah, yeah, Page has to win. They need to keep making him strong, you know, for for what's coming. Hangman fucks. Hangman fucks. Will you stop? Will you stop? Will you stop? Face of the Revolution ladder match for a future TNT Tyra championship match. Cody, Scorpio Sky, welcome back. Penta, Lance Archer, Cocaine Man 10, or Max Caster, and TBA. I'm thinking either T- I'm thinking either TBA or Lance Archer. That TBA, that, that TBA is a dangerous guy. He is. Don't yeah. count out TBA, brother. I, it's hard to predict without knowing who TBA is. Uh, 
they could do Archer and Darby, and I would expect Darby to still win. But God, I'd love to see Scorpio and Darby though. That'd be badass. I think TBA is going to be the winner. There's a reason why he's TBA. Well, it also depends on who it is, too. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say TBA or or Lance Archer for now. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say TBA or Scorpio. And the main event: exploding barbed wire death match. Extreme, boom, blood between Kenny Omega and John Moxley. And uh, we all know who's won in that match. Kenny Omega. Yeah, I, I, I would be shocked if, if we got any other outcome. Yep. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, that's going to be it for Lost in the Midcard. We will talk our thoughts on Revolution to kick off next Wednesday's show. And uh, we fully expect it to be a kick-ass show as it always is. Uh, thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, and any of your favorite podcasting apps. Search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way. And uh, we're also on the YouTube for the video version of the podcast. And you can get the links to that at Facebook.com slash Lost in the Midcard or on the Twitter at LITMC Podcast. Make sure to give us a, uh, a thumbs up on the video a little subscribe on the video, a little click on the bell on the video, give us some comments, let us know what you think. Uh, Matt's on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. I'm on the Twitter at JB Huskers. And before we ride off into that sunset, look forward to a kick-ass pay-per-view Sunday. Matt, what's your final thoughts? Yeah, I mean, like, like it's already been a big week for wrestling, you know, with the WWE title change. On Raw Monday, we got a long week to go. You know, if if you want to count, if you want to count Revolution on Sunday as part of the week, uh, yeah, there's just there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to look forward to. Um, over the next several days, it should be it should be really fun to watch. Yeah, very very interested to see what kind of surprises may be in store for Sunday. Be interesting to see if we get a a, a shock the world moment on a. Uh, on a, an entrant into uh, into that ladder match, but uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But for Matt Black, this is Jeremy Bennett. Thank you for tuning into Lost in the Midcard. We'll catch you next week with our Revolution reaction.